Welcome to According to Sources. I am your host, Andre Williams. And we back. We got Chris. Chris, say hello to people. What's going on, people? Missy. Chris over there rolling up. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Rob, say hello to the people. Hey, cheers, my good people. It's good to be back. Yes, sir. Well, I think we picked the perfect time to come back. The Bulls, they're good again. And um, Chris, I don't think the Bulls have been very good your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> so, cheers to you for that. Stay the pink. You finally get to see the Bulls be a good team again. Uh, what are we, 83? Is it 83? 93. 93. 93. 93. Okay, 93. Tied with the Wizards. Technically, we're Wizards at first 93, and then we're second at 93, but technically, we're tied at first. Okay, before we get into records, games, and everything, we actually haven't had a podcast in about a year and a half. Um, so, we haven't actually talked about what we thought about the Bulls' moves. And I know, you know, hindsight, you know, we, we, we're seeing what's happening, but when the Bulls – we're in the running for Lonzo Ball um, at the trade deadline last year. What did you guys think about that? Is that a move? You know, then try to not be biased because you know what he's doing for the Bulls now. But Rob, what did you? How did you feel about that move then? I think we're all basketball uh, savvy enough to know and be honest about what we thought and what we wanted and all of that. Um, at the time, I wanted him. I, I, th- I thought, it, I mean, because we knew then that the Bulls needed a, a true point guard. We knew, we, we found out, because I, I think I was probably among some of the ones that was kind of late to the Kobe White is not a real point guard uh, <laughs> party. I was holding yeah, out. Huh? That's a sad party to join, bro. It was yeah, a sad yeah. party to join. I was, yeah, I was I was probably like like I was definitely Will Smith in the middle of the uh living room with no couch, uh empty room party. Cause I, I was like, nah, I think Kobe because he could still do it, man. But just more and more you watch the games, you just realize that Kobe was just not a true point guard, and Zach needed a true point guard. With him, Kobe is, is obviously more of a two guard. He can score, he can shoot, mm-hmm. um, but he's not. He, he he can't find people off the dribble. Like that's just not a skill that Kobe has. Jump and passes, then, Jesus huh? those jump passes. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, 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 enough of that. So at the at the deadline, I definitely wanted um, ball. And then at once the season ended. And, you know, they were floating his name out there again. I, I honestly, I, I mean, maybe I'm just traumatized as a Bulls fan for the past 20 years. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I mean, whatever. They can talk about ball all they want. There's no way. That dude's doing like a Miami thing or, you know, whoever. He's, he's not coming to the Bulls. They announced when, they, that, that, when the buzz was out there right before the trade deadline was becoming official. Like, man, it's looking like this is about to really happen. And then when they signed him, it was like, yeah, this is that's the move. And then obviously, you know, dominoes. Yeah, the rest of the moves came after that. But then I'm just talking about as far as uh, from Ball's perspective, what he's done so far this year. And then just even outside of the obvious stuff, like the, the being able to pass stuff is cool. His defense is better than I. I mean, I I knew he was a good defender. 
I didn't know he was like this. I didn't know he was like this, though. I mean, I mean yesterday's active, active game, hands is, it's he crazy. had Luca in, in a straight jacket. <laughs> like, straight up. Like, straight up and down. Because, like, Luca went crazy on Boston not too, you know, not too many games ago. Yeah, that was, uh, what was that, Saturday? And Marcus Smart is a good defender. Because he's good, yeah. Busting Marcus Smart ass. But um, not Lonzo. Now, there's a few times you get him in the post, but like I sent y'all that message, and as a fellow, a fellow fluffier guy, <laughs> I know when a fluffy dude is fluffier than he normally is. That motherfucker's out of shape, and it was very clear to me that he was out of shape. Um, but nevertheless, his out of shape ass bust market smart. He bust him, you know. Yeah, game winning three and all of that. <clears throat> Not Lonzo. Um, Chris, what did you think about the Lonzo move? You could talk about it in, you know, retrospect as it applies to like the trade deadline, which didn't work out, and us signing them as a free agent. So I've kind of always been on the Lonzo ball. I mean, I came all the way back to his days from UCLA. And I watched a number of Lakers games, you know, with Lonzo and I always knew that he was going to be something, but I just didn't think he'd be this good at what he does well, you know. Mm -hmm. I never thought that he was going to be some superstar flashy point guard or, you know, the likes of John Moran or, you know, these other young dudes that just, you know, got all that pizzazz in their game. He's a very conservative player, and that's what I've kind of liked that much about his game. I never really appreciated as much. He does not turn the ball over that often, bro. Yeah, it's very rare. And when he does, it's like, man. It's like, whoa, damn. And, like, he does not make the silly mistakes that we had last year. And I feel like that's one of the things that I appreciate the most now that he's here. But before he got here, I've kind of always felt like, man, Lonzo initiating offense from the Bulls with the weapons that we got. And now we got to worry about everybody else having to find their own shot. You got somebody that can help you with it. Come on. And, you know, I'm just really happy. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while since we've had a true point guard on the roster. It's been a very long time. That's I mean, I'm talking about the days of Walt Lemon Jr. <laughs> a very it's a crazy you're, you're, you're aging yourself, my guy. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Not in a good way. <laughs> but, um, like, do you remember the days yeah. of like Walt Lemon Jr. and Nero Pargo and uh, Chris Duhon and CJ Watson? I mean, Man, think about think about where we are now. Yeah, I mean, he's you know he's the best point guard the Bulls have had since Derek, obviously. Um, and I've always been a fan of Lonzo, right? Um, what he does well, he does it really well. That last pass to to um, to Levine at the end of the game, Crazy. a ridiculous pass. Yeah. Like one of the strength that it took for him to do that is is unreal. But then accuracy, like I knew that was going to be a bounce pass when he threw it, and then it just didn't bounce. I'm like, get yeah, the fuck out. Yeah, it's no Zach, way. Zach, uh, Zach posted about that on IG. But that whole pass, when I saw it, I was like, yo, is Lamar Jackson playing basketball now? Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's a crazy pass, and he has like a few of them every game. Whereas, like, it's only a few point guards in the league that can make that pass, and probably not even point guards, is going to have to be taller, small forward type people, you know, taller guards, you know what? point guard. 
You know what? And during the broadcast, um, the color analyst for the Bulls, Stacey King, brought it up. Um, he he. They went back and went over. It was a, it was a different pass, but it was right in transition. And Lonzo got the ball, and within a step or two, he was already passing it. He 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 was well before he was passing it. He was looking up and That's seeing where where could I go with this? And that's what the Bulls was missing. He it was like he's not a bring the ball up point guard. Yeah, he's he's look, he's looking to get the ball. Like I'm the fastest way to get this ball it's up the court is to pass it up there. If I can get up there fast, if somebody's on an outlet, if I can kick it out to him as fast as possible, then like that's, he's never going to lead the league in assists. That'll just never happen. Yeah, but if that was like if they ever start doing the hockey assist thing, he might lead the league in that. Because he does it that well. Mm-hmm. He rebounds well for his position. He kicks through. He's not a ball hog and point guard. I, I hate watching dudes. Like, that's, I, I think I sent that to y'all last night when, we, when the Bulls were playing. I'm like, I, I don't think I like watching Luka play basketball. Because, you know, there's only – it's very few people I, 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 I like watching pound the ball into the, the, the court. And guy rests his soul. He's no longer here anymore. <laughs> so all of these other dudes are just pounding the ball into the – I don't like watching that. And that's all Luca does. This is like this 23 seconds of him dribbling. Like, I don't like that. But our point guard, he's getting us into our sets quick. He's passing the ball up. He's taking shots when they're there. Um, honestly, I think he could probably shoot a little bit more. Um, and there's an always thing about that is Lonzo cannot shoot the mid range. He is terrible. He, he, can't, he can't shoot mid range. It, 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 it's, uh, his field goal range is like 41%, but he's shooting 44% from three, though. Yeah, I know. Like his, his, his catch and shoot three is crazy. What I do like, though, what, what he did in the last game is that he was, even though both of them got blocked, he took the ball to the basket a few times. And I think Powell may have uh, weak side blocked it or chased down blocked it or something like that. But him taking the ball to the basket is important because everything he does can't be a three. You know, he has to he has to penetrate, especially when the playoffs come. People aren't going to just let you set up and shoot three. So I, I want to see that maturation. But as far as everything else goes, Alonzo, like I'm, you know, I'm ecstatic. And I, I always wanted him to be a Chicago Bull. I thought him and Zach would be a very dynamic backcourt. And, you know, it's already showing. The defense is ridiculous. Like, he makes it hell for the other team's best perimeter player. And sometimes even a big man, because he was getting in, getting under uh, Porzingis, even though Porzingis hit the shots, he hit those shots because he's having three. He didn't hit them because the defense was bad. The defense was there. Uh, he's, you know, deceptively yeah, yeah. strong. You know, he legit um, play one through five, one through four, and some five. Yeah, like I mean, look, <clears throat> when they played New York that first, that first game, Lonzo was playing Randall a lot. And Randall was getting Slide down once the again. I was like, Dang. Once again, just like Luca, Randall ass was in a straitjacket. He couldn't do anything. The only reason why New York really won that game is because, like every other game, the Bulls don't get no fucking calls. Um, but if they did, they probably would have won Speak that game it. too. Um, but you know, we all we all we all like, you know, we like Lonzo. But I think the more divisive signing of the Chicago Bulls, if you ask, you know, general managers who obviously don't know basketball, was signing DeMar DeRozan. Rob, bad fit. What do you think about that signing? 
You know what? When um when Demar's name was was put out there, I remember I was on vacation. I was in Tennessee, and no, no, no. This was before that. I was like Demar Derozan. Initially, I, I will admit, if, at first, I was like, huh. If Demar Derozan is the the Bulls' first and maybe only signing, I, I, I'm not gonna be happy. Now I said, if the Bulls somehow manage to get Ball and Demar, then I'm cool with that. But and I wasn't really thinking that. I was thinking they would get one or the other. So initially, I was like, if they only get Demar, that that's not gonna be enough. So initially, when they got ball and then signed Demar, like soon after that, I was like, "Hey, you know what? I, I'm, I'm all for it. I think that's a really good sign. I think it'll take some of the scoring pressure off Zach, and that's honestly exactly what it's done. I mean, uh, Demar has quietly, you know, <laughs> as quiet as you can, you know, score or twenty six points a game. Twenty six points." 27 points. I'll look up. I'll check the box score if I missed the game and go, wait a minute. DeMar had, well, how much? Like, nobody, you know, the timeline is talking about what Zach did, but DeMar had 30 points. And, and his, his, now you talk about Lonzo not being his mid range game, not being. DeMar is the complete opposite <laughs> where everything, just almost everything is mid range. And he knocking these joints down, he's stepping into the mid range. You know, which I saw a comment a few days ago with some person being, you know, uh, making fun of certain broadcasters always. If somebody's hitting mid-range game, you always hear the same joke about it, it being a lost art. But it is. But but DeMar definitely does that. And as much as his mid-range game is pretty much the bread and butter of who he is as a player, he's still... I mean, shooting the highest percentage of three in his entire career, thirty-four percent. I mean, yeah, he's hit a few. He's hit a few um, three pointers that have been timely. Um, you know, from the beginning when they said they were getting Demar Derozan, and everyone was like, "We don't know how this would work." I'm like, "Y'all have never played basketball before. Like, it's quite obvious you've never like if you looked at or either that or you've never looked at a Chicago Bulls game." The biggest issue that the Bulls had last year, outside of no talent, was that no one could score on their own except Zach. Yeah. You couldn't throw the ball to Kobe because he was a turnover waiting to happen. You couldn't Every throw the ball to him. Anytime he was looking to do anything outside of shooting, <laughs> it was a turnover waiting to happen. You couldn't give the ball to Larry Markkinen because it was a 75% chance he was going to miss. The only other person that I really felt like you could depend on was Thad. And that's a terrible, terrible number, thing yeah, for your team. Yeah, terrible number number two, yeah. yeah. He can't be your number two. He has to be like your number eight. <laughs> and that's no look. That's no that's no knock on that no, because no, I talked no. to his wife. I talked to his wife uh, Shakina. I talked to her on Twitter all the time. Oh, I right. love that. Yeah, I love that. But he can't. If your team is going like if that is like your seventh man off the bench, you're probably going to the finals. Yeah, he's just that good. Yeah. But if he's your yeah. second best player, you're not going to the playoffs. Like that's as, just as 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 dope as he is. 
as, you know, a potential seven or eight guy, everything is a struggle for him to do it. Like it's nothing, nothing came easy for, for him. Nope. It was like, if he was getting, you know, 15 to 20 points, not even that, because hell, there were certain nights where he wouldn't even get that much. Get like was, eight. Yeah. It was that he was doing everything else though. Yeah. Like nine rebounds, dope. eight assists, yeah. Yeah. steal, two like, blocks. Three blocks. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, he was always from seven from the line within a, a, um, a stat or two of a triple double. Like Stacy yeah. always um, brought it up. Magic like, Johnson. <laughs> he just um, he's always right there at a, at a potential triple double, and that that can't be you know a guy that's that's you know a, to be honest, a guy he's that's a vet. Going, huh? He your vet. Well, that too. But I was gonna say he's doing kind of Ben Simmons type numbers almost. Yeah, for the Chicago Bulls, where he's <laughs> supposed to be the savvy veteran yeah. who shows the guys how to win. Instead, he was out there trying to get the wins. Running because, at point, one at point four. Right. Which um, we actually kind of skipped over because we, we hadn't talked we hadn't talked since they picked up Vucci Man either. But you know, kind of like a segue back to Kobe. We were talking about Kobe and how he couldn't be, you know, your point guard. And I think you like getting Vooch in particular like the couple games where Zach wasn't there, you really saw the importance of, of Vooch and how he impacted Kobe. Um, Kobe played the best games of his career during that little stretch, if you ask me, offensively. He was doing everything that you would want him to do, scoring-wise. Uh, and it was mostly because the ball was going into Vooch to – start the offense to generate offense for other people. And then it was coming back out to Kobe, which goes back to, to the point that he's not a real point guard, but what he does well is something that the Bulls desperately need now. He's a certified bucket. Kobe is a bucket. And when he didn't have to think about it. Right. When he doesn't have to think about playing basketball, you know, like, oh, how am I going to get Laurie involved? How am I going to get this other dude involved? When it's just like, man, I just got to, you tell me I just got to go out there and bust this dude's ass? Word. I can do that. Right. So, like, Vooch, like, we're, like it's snowballing, like, getting Vooch, and then you get Lonzo, and then you get DeMar. It's like, you can see how the pieces fit. Like, even now, like, they, you know, they, everyone's talking about bad fit, bad fit. You know, DeMar is a bad fit. So much so that I've labeled, he's bad fit to me for the rest of the season. But... <laughs> The way that Billy, who is a good coach, by the way, you yeah. know, I think he got a really, really bad rap because he was coaching, he's coaching Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Um, but the way that he's using him is perfect. Put him in there with the second unit, let him run that second unit. And he just goes hard wild. Like sometimes, you know, he goes one-on-one crazy, but so what? He's fucking DeMar DeRozan. He's been doing this for what, 13 years? This is what he does. He's gonna get to that mid range. He's gonna back up. He's gonna fade away, and it's a bucket. He's a he's a professional bucket getter. So there's no way you can add a dude that can get you 20 to 25 points a game to a team that only had one guy averaging double figures. Basically, yeah, I mean, I mean like, like that's that's the part about it that that was confusing me. It was like, wait a minute, are, are they they making it seem like this was like teaming up Carmelo and and Allen Iverson? Like we didn't have like some 
you know, collection of guys that was going, you know, like, oh, there's not enough balls for all of them. It was like, I think it's enough. (laughs) It's more than enough. Like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Was the Bulls some potential playoff? Like some offensive juggernaut. (laughs) Yeah. We're we're disrupting the rhythm and flow of the Chicago Bulls. Like, we had fucking Laurie Martin. Come on. And and Wendell Carter. Like, what? what, Yeah. I mean, like, what what are we talking about? I mean, it's crazy because you had semi- smart basketball people saying that. It's just like, that's when you know they they didn't watch. watch the, the Bulls. And you know, like, and if you tell these dudes, like, you they have going to off watch. Name. Like, they going oh, off name. You know, oh, they, they, got, they, oh get, they got, they got, they got Laurie Markman already. Yeah, they, they be so mad when you tell them that they're, that they don't watch the games. And, but, like, then they say things like, Mark Rosen is a bad fit. Like, you're not, it's impossible for you to watch all these games, my dude. Impossible. You are watching the highlights. Yeah. And one of the things that bothers me the most when they keep hopping on DeMar's defense and his on-ball stuff, pretty good. I'm like, obviously you don't watch the game because if you did, you'd realize Billy doesn't put that Billy doesn't put his people in positions where they can't succeed. Nope, he's he doesn't good do that. And like, well, while we're talking about Billy, we talk about how he's using the AO. I mean, I think that's like perfect. His trust yeah. that he has in that dude is amazing. This is great stuff for him, you know, going forward as a basketball player to get this experience so early in his career. You know, he's putting them in there and, you know, pretty meaningful minutes and he's producing. You know, uh, I think he has he has a pretty big chip on his shoulder. He's a Chicago dude. And he felt like he was old more. Yeah. And they yeah, didn't give it to him. Like, yeah, he felt like he was uh he was overlooked when he came to the draft, especially with everything that he did at U of I, you know, if he he probably feels like he 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 should have had more consideration for the first for the first round, which I understand. I get. I do too, because you know they flamed out. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did. He flamed out. More like more importantly, he flamed out. He he yeah. had a bad game. I, I I missed a lot of the the the, the their their last games. He was bad. But I didn't see what it was that he was or wasn't doing. I, I thought, nothing. In the tournament, the, the, game, the yeah, elimination yeah, yeah. game, he didn't do nothing. Uh, he's terrible. But, you know, Coburn, had a bad but, game. But, but I, I remember Coburn was was basically, he, it, it, was, it was all him. Like, he was going nutty. <laughs> he yeah, never it, it had was, a 20 and 20. Yeah, it was all him. And I, I, I forget what game I was watching, but he, he got, I want to say, foul trouble or something. He, he had to sit down. And I mean, it 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 came it off. Turned the on the it turned yeah. on the yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, so, they got know, they got to get Coburn back out there, man, because this ain't gonna work. People t- people looked at that, and that determined his 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 worth. Right. But the kid, I mean, all of the veterans are telling you the same thing, right? The kid is fearless. Right. He's soaking up knowledge. The kid is fearless. Like I've heard, like. Five different people use the word fearless. I'm like, okay, this nigga's daredevil. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's the man without fear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it. But um, they're all telling you the same thing. And if, you know, like I, I take, like DeMar, when DeMar DeRozan says something good about a guy, you know, like I take, I, I take it heavily. I weigh his word heavily. You know, and he's saying he's been, I mean, ever since summer, he's been saying really good things about him. And um, I think he has a long career in the NBA. He's just going to get stronger and better. And someone was telling me he, he's making Kobe expendable. And I said, no, 
that he is not doing. Not true. But what hey, you he know is what? doing is making Kobe's job easier. Yeah, I tell you what. So much it's, easier. It's, it's, fun, it's funny that you bring that up. That was going to be my next thing I wanted to talk about when you start talking about a, um, AO was – I know y'all saw uh, a couple days, was, was a day or so ago, maybe. Um, but they sent uh, Kobe to the Bulls uh, affiliate uh, yeah, G League team for like three hours. Two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> look, back the team. look, in the Windy City uh, Bulls, was like, take man, get this nigga out of here. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they sent Kobe. It was like they announced it. They was like, they was like, yeah. So we're sending Kobe. Kobe's been cleared basically, and we're sending him to practice with the Windy City Bulls. And that was it. Like, oh, okay. And then it was like two hours later, and the Bulls was like, yeah, we've uh, after they they even said it in their own words was after practicing with the Windy City Bulls, we've recalled. They were begging them, please don't let this nigga stay here and play with us. Windy City Bulls, hey man, get this dude off our court. He's born in confidence. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I saw that, I I bust up laughing. I was like, the way they worded it, I was like, Kobe must have went in there and bust they ass and bust they ass. Like man, I got this young boy breathing down my neck, man. He in there doing his thing, nah. I'm about to go back like to the league and show show them show them what I'm really about. Like I'm a I'm a bucket too, and I'm, the Bulls yeah. need that. The Bulls I'm, need. I'm it. gonna go back, man. I, I'm out. Like y'all got me here with these cats. I don't belong here with these dudes, man. I'm gonna go. I'm <laughs> going back. I'm going back to where I belong. So yeah, I, it it would be nice to have. You know, I mean, the the more the merrier, man. You can never tell me you you know it's too much. No, because the Bulls need that. They need him. Yeah. Because Demar like is thirty one, he's thirty one. He can't like if you looked at the like the Bulls that won that game. Games, yeah, yeah. The Bulls won that game. That last game, Demar was not good that game. He didn't shoot well that game. No, that looked like a hey nigga, I'm tired game. Right, and that's why like I don't know if you guys noticed, Billy kind of flipped the um the the substitution, and Zach was out there with the second unit in spots where Demar would have normally been out there with them. He said DeMar, and I think, yeah, they and then they flipped it a little bit because I think Zach ended up getting, I felt like it was like 20 minutes worth of real time in the fourth quarter. I think he came back in the fourth quarter. It may have been like four minutes left to go in the game. I'm like, you got to get, like, what the hell is that? Zach playing. <laughs> because, I mean, they were out there handling business. Then, you know, um, uh, Dallas made a little run. You put Zach back out there and then uh, dusted him off real quick, you know? Um but they need they need Kobe because you need somebody else that can that can get a bucket. Like if you look at the Bulls roster right now, outside of Matt Thomas, who else is a shooter? They don't have any. they don't have anyone else that's a real shooter. Kobe is that guy. So getting him back would be a welcome you know welcome addition. I mean they actually have another shooter. Um, we'll get to him, but he doesn't shoot a lot until yesterday because I've been begging him like man if like come on Crusoe you gotta gotta shoot a little bit like I know you want to you know get the ball moving and do it man get a bucket and he went out there last night and that's what he did so we can go ahead and get into Caruso and I'll be the first one to tell y'all I've always liked Caruso and I told it even in our thread on Twitter because we had some Lakers fans that were popping off you know running their goddamn mouth it's like nobody was saying that Caruso couldn't play we were saying you dumbass Lakers fans were over inflating 
Like, come on. Like, why are you putting Caruso in pictures with Michael Jordan? Like, anyone who sees that is going to tell you that that's, that's nonsense. Like, that doesn't mean we don't think Caruso can play. It means we think that y'all are on drugs. Like, it has nothing to do with him. And not the good kind, for the record. And not the good kind of drugs. Y'all are doing hard. You're doing white girl. That's what y'all out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't put him in a picture. Like, Snuggle even if it's, even if it is, you know, satire for the most yeah, part. Yeah, just joking. Or you're joking. But when you do stuff like that, you elicit criticism. So Lakers fans are like, oh, now everybody's realizing that Caruso can play. Well, no. Everybody realized Caruso can play. We also realize that y'all are annoying. And stupid. So, like, the two things are counterproductive, right? Like, yes, Caruso can be a good basketball player. And, yes, you all can be annoying as hell. Like, he's, <laughs> he's not the greatest basketball player of all time. But what he does well, he does very well. And I'm pleasantly surprised about that, too. I knew Caruso was a good defender. Just like Zach, I didn't know he was this goddamn good. Didn't have a clue that he was as good as he is. It was a few possessions. I think it was Jalen Brunson went off in the first half of um, the game last night. In the second half, I mean, it was like Billy said, okay, just don't go under any screens on him anymore. And Caruso said, oh, okay. And he never went under another screen on Jalen Brunson again. And I think Jalen Brunson scored like three points in the second half. He didn't score too many, especially not when Caruso was on him because he was hounding him the whole game. I I personally love Caruso. I wish he would shoot more Rob. What are your thoughts on the white, so, the white Michael Jordan? Yeah, 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 Um, so it's a helmet. <laughs> well, I mean, his little his little celebration joy he does. Um, I was down on Caruso. I was, I was down on Caruso. I was okay with Lakers fans being Lakers fans. You know, they're annoying, um, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, know, it doesn't matter if they're from LA or New York. Yeah, they're yeah, annoying. I, yeah, you know, whatever. To me, whatever. You know, post that stuff. You know, my boy Bailey. <laughs> you know, post, post your stuff. Post your, you, you know, if he do, if he get a good dunk off and he he dunk on somebody, whatever, they going crazy. That, that, you know, that was cool. I was down on Caruso because watching the Lakers in the playoffs. He just wasn't adding much to the Lakers. Like I wasn't seeing I, the, the the defense was cool, but I just wasn't seeing the production that that made him seem worth it to me initially. But he's perfect for what the Bulls need. They just need that spark off the bench. That that defense that he comes in like it's it's game changing for the Bulls. It wasn't enough to me for the Lakers when they was in the playoffs. Think about the Lakers if the Lakers in the playoffs though. If you look at the like if you just did like a because I actually did this. You went and looked at lineups. And it's like it was like a lineup. Like anytime him and LeBron were on the floor together, the Lakers essentially blew people the fuck out. And anytime he was not in there, the Lakers essentially got blown out. <laughs> yeah, that, I, mean, I, I guess that could be part of it too because just the that bench was was bad. Like they yeah, they didn't they didn't, they didn't it, was it was really really. You bad. put Caruso out there, and it's like you're forcing him to become one of the main options on the floor. Yeah, he has to be somebody where he's he, not. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's never well, yeah, that I mean, never I, goes I, well I, for I, basketball. Yeah, I suppose that's 
that's true. And that's probably why he's flourishing here. He gets in with that second unit and nobody's asking him to be the man is asking him to do what he does best. And, and I was seeing some of these videos, man, where people have broken down some of his, his defense. defense and some man. Of, and some of the, have you seen some of these? Man, his hands are, and his ability to get to a spot like well in advance of the offensive player, even considering going there, he's amazing. He's right. amazing. Well, like like on, on, on top of those, but just even the ones where his knowledge is on full display, where he's taking other players on his team and he's go there and he's, he's pointing them to directions. Yeah. And he's saying, no, the player's going here. Yeah, the, he this knows the plays. This is doing, this is doing, uh, he's, he's LeBron-esque when it comes to, Okay, this is what's about to happen. This is this is how it, I mean the basketball IQ uh, of, of him is. I've seen some of these breakdowns where, you know, and, and if you're watching the game in a split second, you don't notice that that's what happened. But people that freezing and go watch him do this, and you see him pointing to spots and all that, you're like, oh my god, this is a dude that, who reads. That is crazy. Like all of the shit that they give him, like a scouting report, all that, all that, players, that nonsense. The other guys take it and ball it up. Yeah, he's he's not Jamarcus Russell. He is out there, and he is he's he's reading it because um it's a few it was a few times yesterday he had six or seven steals yesterday, and it was a few times six, where six steals he had six where he yeah he I want to say it was, it was it was six he got to spots like even that last play where he got that steal and, and gave it to Lonzo and Lonzo passed it up to Zach he got there to that rolling big man down the middle and stole that pass. And he got fouled. Luckily they didn't foul it because we got a reverse 360 out of it, but he got there before <laughs> the big man got there. And then, and before the passer realized he was there, he had already passed the ball. And he's like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> he was behind the big man. was like, where's the ball at? The ball was already out of Caruso's hands. It's already so out of his hands. Like that, literally. So I mean, I I you know I I always enjoy Caruso. I just didn't enjoy Lakers fans. Um, but the dude is great for what the Bulls, what the like, like you said, Rob, for what the Bulls need him for, and he's going to make like like I said with Il. He's going to make Kobe White's job so much easier. Like okay, we're running the offense, and 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 White MJ. Is the point guard? <laughs> you don't have right, to worry Caruso about it. Colby at the point, Kobe at the two, Demar at, at the three, and that—that that is your bench. That's Boy, your that bench. Is and then you bring in Derrick Jones Jr. He's going to play your four, and Tony Bradley's your five. Look, you have three. Tony Bradley good- is, your, is, your, is your starting five now, He's right? Your starting five now for the next two so, weeks. So now right? your your starting five in that second unit is it is it Alize? Yeah, it's going to be Alize. Okay. This is, the, is this next man? They, re, they recalled. Uh, well, so, so what? What is? Yeah, they, they recalled uh, Marco Simonovic. Yeah, good because I want to see him play. Yeah, I saw. Couple, um, so, 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 what happens with um with Jones Junior? What is he? What is he? Does he he's, play? He's, some he's of the five? He play, You want to know what? He had played some five. He played some five. He played some five because of the same reason that Pat was playing five. Some of these dudes ain't real fives. So he go out there. Yeah. And I saw him get a couple rebounds where he jumped over dudes. And I mean, he's all energy. I love him too. I love the Bulls picking him up. 
and I thought it was a good pickup. I thought it was going. I thought him. I love Alize. Uh, Alize. I love him. Man. I thought he's smooth. He's smooth. Yeah, yeah, I like him. The Bulls I don't know about him being bench. smooth, but he, he's he's definitely he's, he, a he works. He'll he's, work. He's, with he's, yeah, he's he's a hard he's a hard hat lunch pill. We kind of guy. He's gonna have no scoring. Yeah, that, that's that's why that's why that's why I pause to call him smooth. Right. But he but I mean he out there he grabbing. I mean he, he is a couple of weeks crazy couple trying to get the rebound. Yeah, that's why uh, he's smooth, does that, that too. Footwork is crazy. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him be in spots and get offensive rebound before. The other team, the other big man, jump up. Yep, exactly. Before they jump up, he got the rebound. He's coming down with it. Um, Javante does that too. He had a rebound yesterday between uh Luca and I want to say Tim Hardaway Jr. and pass it out to like pass it out to uh Caruso for a three. Like, the, the, look, man, you can only, I mean, we, we're like three. How many weeks have we into the season? Three, four weeks into the season. Mm-hmm. Like, you can only say the Bulls are real. So, man, they're they're real, they're real. I, I, listen, man. I was trying. We don't to, even I was have trying to, that, bro. <laughs> like, think about it. Yeah, I was trying to tell my barber, man. I was talking to him about it, and you know, he he thought I was crazy. I was like, I, I'm giving the Bulls a top three seed. I know it's all possible. these. You know, everybody is, is going. You know, I nuts. said four or five, but I can see three because I, I mean, these dudes, I these teams three. aren't good. But yeah, because you know, I, I feel like people was just kind of automatically assuming the top three. And I was like, I don't know, man. I, people are kind of underrating. You, one of the teams pick. that they were, but people, people were throwing up above them was Atlanta. And I'm, I'm down here. I was never, <laughs> uh, they got really lucky. It was always, uh, it was always, so what was it? What Milwaukee, was it? Milwaukee, New Jersey, I say New Jersey, Brooklyn. I'm, I'm oh, aging you're myself. Showing, showing your age. <laughs> I'm aging myself. <laughs> <Jersey>. Milwaukee, <laughs> Brooklyn, and, and um and Miami. And okay. Miami is a very, very good team. But I they said are. last night to you, man, when Jimmy is not out there, <laughs> they're like they're like how well, loud he's hurt. I didn't even I didn't even check he to sprained see his ankle. Okay. Yeah, he was out. He, he didn't play tonight. Um, yeah, yeah, I know I know he didn't play like tonight, this. but I didn't bother to look and see why. Yeah, he sprained his ankle and they and they took him out of that game. But um that's, everyone that's said that those are gonna be the three. Go ahead. It's currently built right now, bro. With the Nets and where they look without Kyrie, they are beatable. Yeah, they, they'll the lose in the first cool. round without Kyrie, depending on who they play. Easy. They play us in the first round, they definitely lose in the they first round. I mean, especially if the NBA continues to look at James Harden with a side eye and go, Man, you know, you want to know and, what, and though? Go, and go, bruh, I don't know what you're doing, uh, but we're not calling that. I don't even like James Harden, but some of this stuff. Is ridiculous. Yeah, he's getting fouled, and the thing that's bothering me is like the they've taken that rule and it's extrapolated across the league, and it's affecting the player that I like. Zach ain't getting no calls for the same goddamn reason, and Zach ain't never been one to you know to to play the referees. He's mm-hmm. legitimately getting fouled, and they're just not calling it. Like yesterday, yeah, a dude literally it, tried it, to last night. He tried to grab him to to foul him and <laughs> grabbed him. He didn't try. He grabbed his arms and pulled him down. They just didn't call a foul. The Bulls did it to James Harden in that game. It was like dudes were literally like, okay, he's going to the basket. I'm just going to grab him and foul him. And the referees was like, I'm just not calling a foul. And people were like, oh, I love it. I'm like, no, that's bullshit. A foul is still a foul. I think they've gone too far to the right. They need to come back to the middle a little bit. Even so for James I, Harden. So I'll have to – because I, maybe I have to watch more 
and maybe it's just the you know the highlights and it's just the highlights the dude the, the, clip, the, the, the <laughs> clips that that I've seen because because some of the clips that I've the seen clips the, like, they're bad those are the ones where he's gaming <laughs> the system but the but like he's it was man I've seen people literally grab both of his arms and stop him from going up and the ball goes flying out of bounds and they're just like okay. Because, you know, we, we can't call a foul. Like, he's not gaming you at that point, referee. But they're doing the same thing to, like, Dane. Dane may never been a person to game the referees. Like, why can't he get fouls? He should, he's getting fouled. Right. Zach has never done that. Because, like, like, everybody around the league knows what the refs are calling. And these defenses are definitely taking advantage of it. Yeah, like that's how people are winning games. Yeah, I'm that's just gonna beat your ass. Games. I'm just gonna beat your exactly. ass because they don't call it. Like they can't call them all, but okay. But they definitely ain't gonna call nothing for James Harden. They can forget about it. Yeah, like, I feel they, like they may, maybe they've kind of targeted him, and because of the volume of free throws he yeah. shot in the, in the past. <laughs> they just, bring they just like, all right. So evening out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, all right. So en- enough of that shit. We know we, we've given you years and years and years of breaking records. Like he, this dude at one point was breaking records every year. It was like three amount of free throws he was shooting. So I feel like the league was like, all right, so enough of that. So right. uh, some some stuff that he's doing, we're not going to give him anymore. And I think, like you said, Dre, they for as, at least, well, not at least, but definitely for him, um, they probably went probably a little bit too far. It was wild. It would be like James Harden is leading the league in free throws, and like the second person was a fucking center. Yeah, and the third person <laughs> was a center, and the fourth person was a center. <laughs> well, power forward or something. Like four, and five, then, and then the 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 guy that was was second would be Damian like Lillard. would be like a hundred uh, free throws yeah. behind him, or like four hundred free throws <laughs> below. This dude shooting a thousand free throws a season. Next closest person is shooting two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, we got to bring you a little bit back down to reality, buddy. Yeah. Some of the shit like, is a foul, and yeah. some of it isn't. Yeah, that's some of your... like, All right, that wasn't the and one. That wasn't a foul. But yeah, some of the, the obvious stuff. It's it's like it's, it's amazing to me because I feel like, and not even just basketball, but just sports in general. When these leagues decide they want to tell a ref to do something in particular, it it, it almost feels like the refs aren't smart enough to take direction. <laughs> and you and you, yeah, yeah, and, and not be so literal with it. Where it was like the league was like, all right, so they told me. I know, the NFL, I know where you're going. The goddamn time penalty. The, the, the NFL <laughs> told, told the referee, it's like, all right, so all of this barking that these players are doing, like almost with the NBA too. Like I could see the NBA doing something like that where they go, man, these dudes are getting in each other's faces and we see them more fights and all of that. So we're going we gonna to add more technical files to, you know, these, I like, these, I like that. these, these half fights or whatever or these you know getting each other like we're gonna do double that. technicals yeah so i feel like the <laughs> nfl <laughs> did the same thing and they was like all right man some of this stuff that happened like there was a bunch of cases where these cats you know we had to separate you know have our referees separating cats and all of that or you got cats that are getting sacked as the second quarterbacks and they're doing a stone cold steve austin uh shaking head all over, 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 <laughs> over there <laughs> Like I feel like he's giving them the middle fingers. I love it. 
or he's like he's like he's like uh doing the grave digger uh dance over the, quarter, over the quarterback I don't watch football but i love that <laughs> more so it felt like the NFL was like, all right, man. So we we can't we can't have that. Why not? And, and these, but well, I mean, no we'll, fun we'll, league. Yeah, we'll we'll get Literally to that part. No we'll, we'll, we'll get to that part. But I feel like it was like the, the these these fifty and sixty year old refs were, you know, were like, you know, back in the day. You you did what your teachers said, and you took it literally. You you followed directions to a T. I feel like these old ass refs are like, oh, okay. They no can't taunt, do this. No taunt means if you score no a touchdown, if you score away. a touchdown. Barry Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry Sanders, give me a ball, and you go back to the sideline. Because what happened in that Bears game was exactly yeah. that. That was exactly why that ref hip-checked that boy. He was upset. Because I'm going to say, dude didn't even do anything to he him. He was like, upset. The referee, that ref referee was, ran into him. That ref was clearly annoyed with this man show, in his eyes because he couldn't see his face, he couldn't see, he couldn't see his face, or he couldn't hear that he said anything. But he saw that man stare down that bench. Who, by the way, that bench didn't look at the man; they didn't even see him. He obviously is a is a ex player of Pittsburgh, so he yeah. wanted to show them, "Hey, I sacked the quarterback yeah, of, of the yeah. team that y'all let me go," and he wanted to posture or whatever. And this old fogey <laughs> saw that. And was like, you po- you you supposed to be going back to your sideline. You just pissed me off. I'm gonna hip check you and make it and throw, like and throw my and throw my flag. And I feel like the NBA is kind of doing the same. You ain't thing. see that shit. What's a fogey? Old fogey. Old, old fogey. What's a fogey? Look it up, old kid. dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, use no, your googles. No, 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 start this shit with me tonight. Chris. Use your googles. <laughs> But just to tie that shit into the NBA, I feel like with these calls, maybe that's kind of what the NBA is doing, where they're just like, all right, the, the Mr. Boss Man said, we, we not calling Mr. that. Charlie said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but you know what? This is a great segue into our last topic because, you know, we're going to go get out of here. I'm glad you brought up the NBA and uh, technical fouls and all of that. What did you guys think? Of Jokic, Bam Bam Bigelow, <laughs> Marcus Morris. I fucking loved it. I loved every second. Of it. You wanna know why? That's too, that's, that's, you know why that's, that's too old for you, Chris. Though. That's, that's, you gotta know Bam Bam Bigelow. Is. <laughs> I know he'll know right who Bam Bam Bigelow is. Right over my head, bro. I had no idea. I said Bam Bam. I was thinking Flintstones at first. I was like. <laughs> Stand this dude. <laughs> uh, you got to you got to use your Googles on that one too. Yeah, use man, your Googles, man. man. He, he's a he's a big portly white wrestler <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who used to beat used to beat niggas up. <laughs> hey, what was that one basketball player that I didn't know about? I think it was real. It was a Mitch something. Mitch Richmond. Come on, man. Yeah, Mitch Rich. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Okay. But and, uh, seriously though, what did y'all think of that play? I thought honestly, I, I was okay with what Jokic did. Like I'm, I'm sorry that he got injured, but dims the brakes. It happens. Go, uh, go ahead, Chris. You can't, you can't control the reaction. All you can do is control yourself. And you know, he thought, oh, I'm big, bad Morris brother. I'm going punk dude from Eastern Block. Probably not. You're probably not going to punk. See? 
that guy. Sometimes you gotta one. defend the white man, Chris. Sometimes. Sometimes but he's he not really, but you know what? He's not from America, so you're really white. He's still okay. Yeah, you're okay. You're not from America. He's not really he's not white America. Yeah. So like the God, NBA obviously never get no sponsor. So <laughs> so you know. We have been bitching these white boys for decades. I mean, going back forever. So th- this, I want to say, this is probably the first real interaction of a white man putting his hands on a black dude in the NBA that I can think of. Like, th- this was major. The last and, time somebody you know, tried it, Ruby Tom Jonovich almost died. Shit, who said hell no? Kill your ass. Go ahead, Chris. Man, but uh, I loved it though because you know you, you can't bitch everybody, bro. And the thing about it, I love it the most is nobody expected it, but people have been bitching Jokic for years. All them hard ass fouls because yeah. he's so good. And he got tired of it. I don't blame him. I mean, like, is this the worst thing we've seen a big man? Like, I, I literally, like, on multiple occasions, Shaq was, like, like inches away from going to jail for the rest of his life for murder on a basketball court. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because... He almost killed Brad Miller. He almost killed Brad Miller. He almost killed Charles Barkley. He definitely he definitely tried to take Brad Miller out. He, and the he, crazy he, thing is, Brad Miller wasn't even the one that did anything. I can't was, remember the play. I, I remember... Pieces of it. I feel like it was. I feel like it was Ben Wallace. Oh, man, I can't remember. I, I, do, I do recall the, the 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 Brad Miller thing somewhat, but I can't remember all the details. And obviously, the the Shaq thing. Um, I'm sorry, the uh, Barkley thing. I remember because uh, TNT won't let us forget about yeah, it. They'll never let them forget <laughs> that. <laughs> they, but I remember watching that. I remember watching that game though. I remember watching it live. And seeing Shaq swing at him like that, I was like, oh, my God, he's trying to take that dude's head off. You want to know a funny thing about that? They went to dinner afterwards. Oh, yeah, of course. Charles Barkley paid. I expect nothing nothing less from them two dudes, really, honestly. But, you know, you know how Shaq, I makes, Shaq makes a point to let everybody know, and Charles, and Charles paid. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with that because, yeah, I, you know, you know how how it is when you get in the heat of the moment. I mean, I don't care who it is, brother, yeah. uncle, yeah. whoever. If we yeah. on the court and you do something wild, like we might, we we might fist we might up. Box. <laughs> we <laughs> we might, you know, we might fist up, but you know, we it's it's gonna be all love. Like I ain't gonna I ain't gonna disown you because you 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 push me or whatever. Yeah. But but we're joking. I mean, like. Of course, you know, from a lot of the replays that you initially saw, for whatever reason, you didn't really notice the Morris thing until after you seen it like the third time. You go, wait a minute. Like, it was pretty bad. He could have hurt him. He was like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. Could've... Wait a minute. Like, okay, I see why. Like, wait, wait, wait. Why did he push this dude across the floor like that? He could have just fouled him normally. And he then you, you, not to. you watch the replay a couple times. You go, oh, wait a minute. He kind of hit him kind of hard. Yeah, like, right. He, he kind of ran into him kind of unnecessarily. Ribs all exposed. Yeah, I was like, okay, so. I, then again, I, how much of a bitch are you to turn around directly after doing that? Though? 
It's like, because no, no, I don't even think that was a like the bitch thing. It was literally him. I'm Marcus Morris or Markeith Morris. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do to me? Right. This is what he. This is what they used. Didn't one of them dudes bounce the basketball off of rookies or a second year player's head because he's playing hard that was, defense? That was Marcus. Yeah, Marcus Morris. He's playing hard defense on him, and he just didn't like it because it was a, a a preseason game. So he bashed the head, a ball off his head, and dude didn't dude didn't do anything. The first reaction should have been to punch that dude in his goddamn shit. Like, what do you like? You, you bounce the basketball off my head, and I'm gonna look for the ref. No, me and you about to fight. I loved it because, you know, I teach my kids the same thing. The only thing you can do is control your action. You can't control what comes afterward. You don't get to decide how badly someone hits you after you hit them first. And everyone's like, oh, he could have really hurt him. He should have hurt him. He should have because precedence needs to be set. You could have hurt him too. Right. You could have hurt me. So the next time you attempt to do that, think about this because, one, I'm bigger than you. Two, I'm bigger than you. <laughs> I'm probably going to hurt you before you hurt me. And I love all the beef. I love yeah, the beef. Also, it lets you the know. Jokic that, brothers. I'm, I'm, not just, I'm, not just, I'm not just here for you to push me around. Because I'm a white dude. Because yeah, you, know, yeah. you know niggas have that bad. Yeah, they do. You know, oh, mm-hmm. this is just a big white dude. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. No. Like, yeah, that it's, dude. It's, 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 it's probably a whole lot of cats in the league that he wouldn't do that to. Right. For right. a number for a number of reasons, you know, whether and his brother only did it to, just, a, to a, a second year player, mm-hmm. or a third year player, whatever. He was fighting for a position, so he wasn't established in the league. You know, I, I want to see if they, if he bounced a basketball off of James Johnson's head. Right, probably not. You know what I'm right. saying? James Johnson, like a black belt or something. Like yeah, belt, uh, oh, yeah. Something like that. I remember yeah. <laughs> the last time I remember seeing somebody run up on James Johnson. They did so not knowing who he was until they turned around. Until they turned around and saw who it was. I remember that video. It was Serge Ibaka. Was it him? I thought it was somebody else. Nope, it was Serge. Are you sure? I thought Serge Serge was 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 a badass too. No, Serge thought he He was tough, but not like that. He is, but then he (laughs) saw that it was. He saw who it was, and he put his hands up. Yeah, all right, cool. Or maybe you know what I think I'm thinking about the video of. when he was, he bounced the. Who the hell did he say? It was on somebody on the Bulls. Somebody no, no, on the no, Bulls this was a whole different service. person. This was, um, this was Ron Artest. No, really. He's talking about and, the James, uh, Ron Artest and James Harden, the elbow. Damn, that was, that was many years. It, it was, it, it might have been a Lakers. Ball. He played for the Lakers and uh, James played for the Rockets. Yeah, when he, he threw okay, the elbow and cotton. He tried to kill him from the back of his head. He gave his ass a pumpkin head. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that, that dude's face when he, he turned around. And realize who it was that hit him, and he, you know, he he turned around with a puffed out chest and realized, oh, well, wait a minute, okay. that, that's Ron. But the, what, one of the thing is, like, I'm never like, who the hell knows Ron could even fight? Like, there's people in the league that you know. I think I, I, think, I think it's less to do. It's with reputation. Ron. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's reputation. But I also think when you on the court with these dudes and you're around them and you, you're boxing them out that's and that kind of stuff, crazy and strong. You re, yeah, you realize how strong. Yeah, but you this know these strong, these strong I, dudes can get knocked the fuck out. Well, yeah, Look, of course, but I, but but you're not thinking that though. Some but, cats ain't thinking that. They're thinking, you yeah. know what? That, that that dude Ron can lift the can lift the house. Lift, lift the, it's a few dudes <laughs> in the league dude. though. I don't, I don't want that know. dude punching me. There's a few that people know though. 
Yeah. James Johnson was one. Yeah, yeah everybody know. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse was another. Stack beat the shit out of people. <laughs> oh, no, you know, you, know, you know what? What's my man? What, what, what's folks? Who? Folks from Memphis. Oh, Tony oh, Allen? No, 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 no. Oh, bro, no. Zach Randolph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you want to know what? You want to know what, though, with Zach? It wasn't that Zach could fight. No one no, no, no. could fight. No, I, 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 you I know who he was affiliated with. Yeah, I, I know what he was affiliated with. Yep, you yeah. know his affiliation. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Shot out. I, I know <laughs> with, with Randolph, it had nothing to do yep. with his, with his, like, with his hey. fighting ability. Hey, it was all about reputation and this who dude he got shooters. That he could throw the brakes for real. Yep, John Wall is a big crib. Yep, yep. And quiet as kept, I don't know if y'all have noticed. But ain't nobody ever really came sideways at D Rose. Oh, never. Is that, is that more of a respect thing, though? Like, man, n- n- like, no. like, 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 he's a good dude. Like, he ain't no, man. he don't cause no shit. That, like, that's part of it. But the other part of it is they know <laughs> they're not stupid. Just like he said, like, John Wall is a good My dude. God, the fucking Ravens are killing me. Like John Wall is a good dude, yeah. But, you're a bum, bro. but John Wall is lose. all of this. John Wall is all, is the reason why he's all of that. All these hand movements. There's a reason, you know. You ain't gonna <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a, <laughs> you know, you say hand movements. Look, all, 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 all. <laughs> look, in Chicago, we only know well, well where I'm from. We only got one. Well, John Wall oh, is yeah, up there. Yeah. All, well, old school stuff. They they did they, they did that. Drake. All, we showing our age again. Them, them, these young cats don't even do that no more. Yeah, I know. But you, you, you get the point. Everything is different. There's a there's people that you know um, are with it, and you know that people that ain't. And I think the Morris brothers, because I was listening to I was listening to um, uh, Bill Simmons podcast, and he was with Jackie McMullen, and they were like, "Yeah, those guys are tough." And I'm like, they really not. Wait, you wait, know? hold on, hold on. The Morris, ain't the Morris brothers, if memory serves correctly, aren't they the same dudes that was put them a big stink about going to the same team? Yeah, made it, they, yeah. Well, it was like it. a big deal. It was like, well, you know, when you can't separate well, us. The sons, and, you know what? It's funny you said that because um, Jackie McMullen was talking about that on the um, Bill Simmons podcast. She, she was like, like, she know they're brothers. And she know they're twins, but she was like, they are like, they're really, really, really close. So, you know, they probably, yeah. yeah so when they were younger and they had to be split up, I could like, I could get it. I can get it. But I don't know if I really want to go up against Jokic and his brothers. Yeah. No, them, I mean, them, them dudes are, are built different. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they're a little they, bit they, different. They, they, they come from a different. A different uh, struggle, yeah. It's different a different factor. struggle, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a it's, different struggle. Like, like, like you know, we we always talk about how we had it and all that. Like, it was like it's always it's, it's corpus is bad, but yeah, you had to dodge missiles over there. I'm, yeah, it's just it's it's different when you dealing with what they had to deal with. <laughs> you wicked with a grenade in your I got, ass. I got, nothing, <laughs> I, I, I got I got nothing to lose, brother. I, I, I've <laughs> seen took, M16s. Dang. Like, I know you've seen some Look, guns, but I've seen like cats. Them and, dudes. Like, it made a Twitter outfit. handle just to tell him if you want to take it a step <laughs> further, we're here. <laughs> like, 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 maybe you just want to leave them dudes alone. That's just me. Like, get that, and like, 
I get the whole where are they from, Eastern Bloc shit. It's funny. I get it. But Black Twitter got a way of Man, look, situation. Kind of. Black Twitter is Black Twitter, and everything is jokes. But the vast majority <laughs> of them dudes are 120 pounds and couldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. The theme of tonight is, is, is showing your age. <laughs> <laughs> I said good the bust a grape in the fruit right. I also said yeah. also said pumpkin head if you didn't catch that. That's even the generation above us. I know, right? But hey, I've been <laughs> drinking Glenn Levin tonight. This has been the According to Sources podcast. I'm glad you guys joined us. I'm glad we're back. You know, this gave me a very good feeling that we'll be doing this a little bit more often now. I feel good about doing podcasting again. I might come back out of retirement like MJ. <laughs> Chris. Thank you for retirement. <laughs> man, this is like my fourth retirement from podcasting. <laughs> Chris, do you have anything that you want to say to the people before we get out of here? Yeah, I just want to let y'all know that I've spent years watching the Bulls lose games they had no business losing. Not there winning games that last year they would have lost by 20. All I care about. I don't care about y'all expectations. I don't care about what you think about my team. Gladly fuck off. My nigga. Rob. <laughs> Chris, something wrong with Chris, man. Put down put, the weed. I gotta put. <laughs> I, I mean, not that I don't think that it's probably not already been done. Because it probably has already been. But gladly fuck off needs to go on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gladly, fuck off needs to be on the t-shirt. Gladly. If my wife would have me using that as a t-shirt, I will put it on one and wear it. You guys can gladly fuck off. Um, she put the comments. Um, as far as you know, what I don't want to completely copy Chris, but I I, I kind of had that same thought earlier today randomly because i think we were talking about the people at least the the one person that will remain nameless um talking smack within the first four games or so um about us you know bulls fans being happy about beating being beating certain teams like i I, i'm sorry but we've been literally suffering for 20 years to be Relevant, well, not relevant because the because the Derrick Rose Bulls were very much relevant. Mm-hmm. But at least the last ten years, yeah. we've been suffering through very poor and I mean, and being the laughing stock of the NBA because mm-hmm. there were so many different stories that would come out. And Scotty, right now, Pippen is trying his best to to continue to make the Bulls organization seem more inept than they than they already were i mean so, they, those dudes were but. or then then yeah, then the guys that are Preceded gone now, them were worse. Gone. and yeah. yeah so i'm just just happy to see the bulls finally looking like a, a real nba franchise man and you know i don't really have i, I don't have any expectations for this this season honestly I'm just I'm just kind of glad that they look good and I, you know I, 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 it'll be nice to see what happens throughout this season. It, it's going to be a fun ride, I think. Yeah, um, I, I pair it 
or piggyback on everything you guys said. I'm just happy the boys are good. You know, I spent a lot of years down here. You know, I've been down here for six years. I've been in Georgia for six years. And uh, somehow the Atlanta Hawks made it to an Eastern Conference before the Bulls did. And that is a very sobering thing when you know that the the Atlanta Hawks, they have a lot of talent, but they're not a good team. So, you know, I'm happy that the Bulls are good again. I'm happy that we have a breathing front office that, you know, (laughs) we're able to make moves. And, you know, do things that the Bulls, that, that we always thought the Bulls should do. I've been talking about the Bulls using their assets to get better for a while. You know, fuck Wendell Carter, fuck Louis Marketing. You know, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. You know, like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. Get the road, uh, Jack. <clears throat> I know Dev loved him, some some Laurie, but I was by no means attached to that dude. Not at like, all. I, I wanted him I was, to be great. I was, I was over it. I, I, for, yeah. I, I was with them. For a few years, but, but then it became obvious. Yeah, it so, was like, okay, this is—he's not the guy. So yeah, so I'm and that was fine. And they they used everything they had to get better. And you know, I'm right now. I'm just enjoying the ride. I I fully expect the Bulls to be a playoff team, and you know, we'll see what happens from there. This has been the According to Sources podcast. I'm glad you guys have joined us once again. Like I said, we'll be back. We have a lot of things to talk about. We didn't even get into like football or anything like that. So maybe the next podcast. We missing nice skin too. Yeah, we missing Bears. We're not talking Bears football. We're not yeah. talking. No, Bears. no, we're gonna no, we're gonna talk. We're gonna what talk Green Bay Packers football. What do you mean? What, what are you mean? talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> we're, gonna, what do you mean? We're, we're talking <laughs> about the quarterback guy. We absolutely are talking Bears football. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna talk hey, about them. But we're definitely going to talk or, about or, or, or we could we could just talk Green Bay football. We could just yeah. do that or I mean, non-football hey, because they're immunized. Yeah. <laughs> for the record, for the record, it's always fuck Aaron Rodgers. The Bulls are good again. I don't care about so, the Packers right now. You you, I mean, you hear you hear the excitement in our voices about the podcast. So you guys know where to find us. It's according to sources at gmail.com If you want to send Chris any hate mail, eight sources on Twitter. If you want to send Chris. Any hate mail. ETMF Podcast Network is the network. Go and subscribe, like, all of that. So, for Chris, Dev, Rob, Dre, we out. Peace. Sad. Y'all gonna say we're luck, son. <laughs> <laughs>